As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew Jump. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the Grand Final. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, the other day I put up on my page, would Josh Adokar make the Melbourne Storm's best 13 ever? And I really got a mixed response here. Personally, when I thought about it straight away, I thought Josh Adokar was going to be there. But to be honest with you, Josh Adokar, he's a guy that I've liked for a long time. I remember him watch, I remember watching him play under-20s at the Sharks. He would have been 17, 18. Might have even been SG Ball, sorry. But he was playing at the Cronulla Sharks and... I remember watching him at Shark Park and thinking, Jesus, this guy can move. Um, sort of gathered from that day that he was a little bit of trouble off field. He's obviously uh, LaPerouse boy and, um, he, you know, he's no stranger to having a good time as we've seen, but he's obviously calmed down a lot. And then he burst onto the scene at the West Tigers and straight away you could see his ability. He's playing on the right wing for them that day. I remember seeing him score a few tries at Leichhardt and then he had the celebration after the game, which was, uh, I believe, a signal to uncles that were in jail. So the media sort of ran with that a little bit. He got a little bit of backlash on it. And as the West Tigers tend to do, they had a really talented footballer there and they, they let him leave. So he arrived at the Melbourne Storm and I just think his career since then has been sensational. And personally, I would have him as one of my wingers in the, uh, in the best Melbourne Storm side ever since they entered in 98. But I mean... I had to go through and have a look at all their wingers. And what I've done is, and this isn't the, you know, the defining factor in these players, but I've gone through these wingers and I've worked out their strike rate of tries to how many games they played for Melbourne. It's really interesting. I mean, I went all the way back to Marcus Bai. Marcus Bai, he was one of the first ones that I considered for this side because I remember watching him. He was just before his time. He was a sensational footballer, sort of flew under the radar. I mean, Melbourne in the late 90s, it wasn't the Melbourne Storm that we know now. There wasn't, you know, social media and all that. So you really didn't see much out of Melbourne. 
you didn't see much of a guy like Marcus Bayer, but he was a sensational footballer. He played 146 games for Melbourne, scoring 70 tries. A strike rate of 0.48. So just under one try every two games. Pretty impressive. The guy I had a look at was Matty Guyer, of course, Mark Guyer's younger brother. Now, he's the only he's the only sorry winger to score more than 100 tries for the Melbourne Storm. I believe the only other player is Billy Slater on 180, so he's 70 in front of Guyer, which is incredible. But Matt Guyer, he scored 113 tries in 262 games. So his strike rate... 0.1, sorry, 0.43. So just a little bit under one try every two games. Still mighty impressive. For every 100 games he played, he scored 43 tries. Pretty impressive. The next guy is another Matt, Matt King. Now, Matt King's a bit controversial. I know what you're thinking. He played a lot of his career at center, and um, it was, yeah, it was probably 60% center. So I've included his stats. You can ignore them if you want. That's fine. But he scored 60 tries in 91 games, which was pretty impressive. Strike rate of 0.65. Now, granted, a lot of those were scored at centre, but if I was considering the guys I could pick for wing, he still played a season or two there, so I would consider Matty King, but there's a chance he'd probably be one of my centres, to be honest with you, but they have had a host of incredibly talented centres. The next guy was Israel Folau. Now, my rule was for this, they had to play at least 50 games for the Melbourne Storm to be considered. Izzy... He played 52. He just tipped in there. And he scored 36 tries in those 52 games. I think you remember his first season. He burst onto the scene. He was simply incredible. So his strike rate, 0.69. So just under 70 tries every 100 games. Pretty impressive there from Israel Flower. We all know the career he went on to have. Uh, You know, the John Eels medalist a few times in rugby union went up to Brisbane, was a superstar there. Some of his feats in origin, I'll never forget that try where he leaped above. But it, that, that that first season he had at Melbourne, I believe it was 2007, that was simply unbelievable. And just that season alone, you'd have to be considering Israel Folau. 0.69 strike rate's pretty handy. The next guy's Marika Korobiti. Now, Marika, he, he played 58 games, so he just got in himself, scoring 34 tries. So uh, more games than Israel Folau and two less tries. So his strike rate came in at 0.59, which... It's it's 0.10 under Israel Folau, but it's still bloody impressive. Yeah, if, if every 100 games you're scoring 59 tries, that is something special. We've seen Marika Kairabidi. He's since left. He's gone to uh, Rugby Union. He's playing for the Wallabies now. I don't watch much of him. Whenever I do, he seems to be scoring meat pies. So he's still doing a really good job, Marika. He's one that I really wish uh, never left. Funnily enough, another one that was at the West Tigers carving it up, looking like the next star, and they let him walk out the door. He arrives at the Melbourne Storm a few months later. Sorry, a few years later. He's a wallaby. Incredible stuff. I believe he won the John Eels medal last year, which is just so impressive. It's not even funny to go from being, you know, a winger in the NRL, unwanted by teams, go to Melbourne, win a premiership, go to Rugby Union, win their highest medal. Simply unbelievable from Rick Corradi. Definitely one you've got to consider. Then I got to the two modern fellas, Vunavalu and Fox. And I believe it was Bloke in a Bar the other day put up a thing about Vunavalu, how much he's achieved. He scored 86 tries in 111 games, which is really impressive. To almost get to 100 tries, I mean, he's 14 tries short, so it's probably a season. But to only do it in 111 games, that's incredibly impressive. And I could be wrong, but I don't think he'd played much league before he arrived at Melbourne. I think he was playing Union, so... And I mean, being a winger in league and Union, they're not completely different. I mean, if there's any position that's probably easiest to transition, it is probably wing. We've seen that from a lot of guys in... You know, Wendell Sale, Lottie Takiri, Curtis Rohner, a lot of these fellas. But still, 86 tries in 111 games. That's a strike rate of 0.77. 100 games Vinavalu plays, he's scoring 77 tries for the Melbourne Storm. That's unbelievable. 
really going to miss him next year and over the next few seasons. The last man on my list is, of course, Josh Adokar. And I must say, I did expect his rate to be high. I wasn't sure if it was going to be this high, but this is pretty impressive. He's got the highest out of all of them, for those that are wondering. 73 tries in 93 games, 0.78 strike rate. So he's 0.01 in front of Vunivalu, which I think is pretty impressive. Now, when I look back at these guys, obviously... Uh, you know, Fox, I think he's one of the better defensive wingers as well. I think he's a real complete player. So, as I said at the start, I would have had Josh Adekar as one of my wingers, regardless of these stats. But looking at these, I think it just sums it up perfectly. I think Josh Adekar, definitely has to be one of the best wingers for the Melbourne Storm. If he's not one, he's definitely number two. For number one, it's tough. I mean, if just going on um, on sample size, I mean, Israel Folau, that season he on the, had on the wing, he was unstoppable. It was a small amount, though. He only played two seasons there. Matt Guyer, he's got the most tries. So he has to put his vote up there with 113 tries and 262 games for Melbourne. On raw ability, though, and try-scoring ability and just everything combined and just being a modern footballer, call it recency biasy, but I would honestly have to go with Vunavalu. I think he's been a real unsung hero. And as I said, bloke in a bar posted something the other day that you know, I always knew he was good. I knew, I knew he was a sensational player, but it sort of did open my eyes to just how good he was. I advise you go and have a look at that if you get a chance. So yeah, I think I would go Adokar and Vunavalu, which obviously the two wingers that they had in this year's premiership, which is a pretty scary thought when, you know, you consider that list. Marcus Bai, Gaia, King, Falau, Korobiti. Some pretty scary footballers there. Some pretty talented try scorers there. But for me... The original question, would Josh Adokar make their best 13? I would say definitely yes. He'd be my first pick winger. And my second pick winger, as I've said, I think it would be Vunavalu. Two absolute superstars of our game. The Melbourne Storm, they're really going to miss Vunavalu next year. And it looks like Josh Adokar is going to leave the building next. So it'll be interesting who they bring in. There's already a couple of guys down there that are worth watching in George Jennings and uh, Remus Smith. They could be the next superstars of the game. You never know. They could be winning a John Eels medal in a few years' time. 